And good evening and welcome to our weekly study of the scriptures. You know, the scripture tell us, exalt us to study, to prove that we are presentable. Show ourselves approved to be presentable before our father, workmen, working out the vision, not being ashamed because of a lack of knowledge. So that's what we're doing. We're getting back into the scripture, studying on prayer, concepts of prayer, what we're dealing with in this particular segment of this prayer teaching and we're going to rightly divide the word of truth and that's totally powerful and amazing so we're going to get right into the teaching and we believe in the father that he has already blessed his word that his word will not return into him void that his word will accomplish what he sent it to do that the ministering angels who excel in strength and power they are listening to make sure that the word is carried out in the earth as well as in heaven. And we're believing that Yeshua said he would confirm his word with mighty signs following to prove that it's in fact his word and not the word of mere men. So beloved, let's uh, get into our teaching and uh, Lord teach us to pray is the title of the series that we're in dealing with kingdom principles, kingdom concepts, how to praise based on kingdom law. That's what we are looking at. Now, this type of teaching relative to prayer, communicating with the Father, will, I'm gonna let you know right now, will clash with religious type teaching. It will clash because we are teaching based on, again, the kingdom perception and what Yeshua taught. Now, we base this teaching off of Luke 11 when the scholars, his students, those who were attended to the word, learning the word, following Yeshua. He was their master teacher. They took note that when he would pray, immediately following, he would perform miracles, signs, wonders, turn water to wine, take five loaves of bread, couple of fish, feed people, over 10 to 20,000 people. He would multiply substance on the earth. He would walk on water. Nothing could touch him. And they took note that this would happen as a result of him praying, spending time before the Father. So they didn't say, Lord, teach us how to cast out demons. And you know, that's one focal point on many ministries uh, that got the title Deliverance Ministries. I don't know what ministry is not a deliverance ministry. If, if it's not deliverance, then why is there? But you know, things have been classified by man uh, to make those particular individuals appear more powerful than others. Now, the scholars, his students, never said, teach us how to cast out demons. Never said, teach us how to lay hands on the sick. Never said, teach us how to extract money out the earth and find money and gold in the earth. Remember Yeshua uh, told one of his uh, scholars to go get in the first fish you bring up and have gold in his mouth and we will pay the taxes, you know, uh, things like that that Yeshua did. In the book of Yochanan, Carl John says that the miracles that he did, which was to the extent that books could not contain it. So the little uh, drops that we read about in scripture is just that. It's a drop compared to how powerful Yeshua was and the many signs, miracles, and wonders that he did. Now, with that picture painted in your mind, just look at, I look at my life, look at your life, and do we have close to the amount of miracles and power and signs manifesting in our life as a result of us praying properly, 
petition in prayer. We talked about that, which is uh, is all based on legal laws and rules when we petition the government of the kingdom on behalf of our constitutional rights that's based in the scripture, you know, our privileges, things that have been promised to us by being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. A lot of teaching in that. I encourage you to go back on YouTube, check those uh, teachings out, check the series out, take some time and learn about these particular concepts and principles on how to pray uh, using the kingdom teaching, the kingdom uh, uh, precepts and his perception on what prayer is. So I wanna just uh, do that and we're gonna go and we're gonna review. Let's do a review here. And uh, then we're gonna pick up on where we left off. We're gonna pick up on where we left off. So here's our review. Uh, we're gonna first look at um, <clears throat> precepts. Here we go. Uh, concepts, series concepts. Here's our definitions. I'm not gonna go into them like I did earlier, but I'm just gonna review them. All right, a concept is an idea conceived in the mind. We are teaching kingdom concepts relative to prayer. A concept is an idea. So we are giving you the idea that we need to possess in our minds relative to prayer. So I'm teaching you what's in me, what's been placed in me based on the precepts that I've, that I've gained and understood and agree with. So these are the concepts of the kingdom relative to prayer. An idea of how something is or how something should be done. That's another definition of it. Uh, how something is or how something, thank you, uh, should be done. Number three, an idea of something formed by mentally combining all its characteristics or particulars. Number four, it is the way people see and understand something. And in this case, it's the way the king, the way the father see things. And based on what and how he want us to gain understanding, you see? So when we get understanding, uh, that's a result of us getting the concepts. The concepts come from the precepts and review this. All right, now, so if our precept, which is truth is wrong, then our concept is wrong. Then I become a prisoner of a misconception. Just like uh, Luke, uh, Lucas 11, when the scholars, when the uh, students of Yeshua said, Lord, teach us to pray. And then he said, when you pray, say this. And when you, I mean, no translation say, but what he did, he said, when you pray, here are the principles and here are the concepts. I'm going to give you how to do this. And when he said, our father, you know, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, so forth like that. That's not the prayer. Those are concepts and principles on how to pray. See, prayer must be taught. Yeshua taught us. But if I just recite that, what's called uh, the Lord's Prayer and is not the Lord's Prayer, I'm not praying. Zero get done. You know, zero get done. And if I think that way, I'm thinking that way because I've been taught that way. I've been taught by a teacher who is teaching deception based on what that teacher's been taught. And when a teacher <clears throat> teach deception, then the people who receive it are deceived, you understand? And the scripture talks about the doctrine of demons, doctrine of demons. If it's error, if it's wrong, it did not come from the kingdom. 
The only light come from the kingdom, which is perfect, precise knowledge. No spots, no variables, nothing of such uh, exists with the father. He is perfect. There is no error in him. There's no darkness in him. There, there's nothing like that exists. So we, you know, you was taught, I was taught this the Lord's prayer. When you pray this, you have prayed. They pray this every night before you go to bed. You, we're not praying when we repeat the concepts that prayer is based on, when we repeat the pattern of precepts, the principles and the rules and the laws that govern prayer. It's, it's like reading a rule. And just because we read the rule, we supposed to get the results. No, the rule is there. So we'll know how things are to be governed. It's the same way when he was teaching. So that uh, misperception produced uh, a misconception. All right, so let's look at number two. An idea is a conceived thought. Uh, a conceived thought is a concept. A pre precept is the original idea. Precepts birth concepts. Concepts birth convictions. And conviction is what cultivate our belief system. So the reason why we do and act the way that we do is because of what we have allowed to come into our belief system. What I perceive as being truth, whether it's true or not, if I think it is, I receive it, it become my concept. That original idea of thought become my concept, which will produce a conviction. And person, and you know this, you probably know somebody like this, they are totally wrong, but you can't tell them they're wrong because they have been convicted as a result of a what concept that they have based on a precept that they heard. Now they have a misconception in their belief system. So the conviction they have is wrong. What they believe is wrong. So ultimately it'll produce wrong thinking and a wrong lifestyle. So I just wanted to review that. And uh, we went over these concepts uh, uh, dealing with the first concept. I taught the principles early, earlier. So we're gonna pick up on number four. We stopped, we finished number three. Now we're on this fourth concept and there's a principle also that goes with this that was in the earlier teaching. So when he said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is a, another concept and there is a principle which is Prince first rule concerning what Yeshua was teaching. The concept is what? the thought that was generated by a thought that we have an understanding based on the precept or original thought or idea that I received from him, okay? So he says, when he says your will, plan, agenda, be done on earth just as it is in heaven. So number one, mankind on earth, mankind, mankind on the earth, govern the earth just as the father governed heaven. When he said your will be done, what he was saying, so when I pray, now I'm petitioning, because th this is uh, applying to something being done in the earth, just like it is in heaven. For instance, the first concept, when he said our father who is in heaven, our source, he is the source of all life. Everything that's in existence is a result of our father creating it. Father is not a name, father is a function, you understand? So that is not a petition, that is an acknowledgement that actually is worship and honoring the father when we come to him and acknowledge who he is and his ownership. Now, number four, when he said, your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Now I'm in the area of petitioning, but this is the concept. Here's the concept. Mankind on earth, govern the earth just as the father governs in heaven. Number two, 
with the laws and systems of heaven to include the culture of heaven. All right, this is his will. With mankind governs the earth just as the Father governs in heaven, and we govern the earth with the laws and systems of heaven to include the culture of heaven. Number three, the angels serve man in the earth. This is his will being done in the earth, just like the ministering angels. And we're going to look at Tehillim, call Psalms 103 and 20, just like they perform his word. Everything that they do is based on carrying out the commands that they were created to carry out and that only he won't that also be to be done in the earth now let's look at to we're going to look at to 103 and 20 real quick here i think i already got it prepared 103 and 20 there we go now now check this out his will we'll petition the government now of heaven based on our constitutional rights and his will which is us to govern the earth just like he governed heaven and he created the angels to serve him to carry out his word now look at verse 20 praise Yahweh, you his angels you mighty ones who do his bid and who obey his word now that word bid and i'm gonna show it to you now is actually the hebrew word the var and it's translated word all right you mighty ones who do his word and you will see it right here that is spent in dalet uh, but yet resh, the var, okay, and here it is, it's, it's translated, it should be translated word or speaking or speech, who do what he say, okay? So you see that now in the original language, all right? So the mighty one who do his word and who obey his word, they do and obey his word and not their own. That's where Lucifer messed up. He decided he's going to do what he want to do, all right? Praise Jehovah all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise Yahweh, all his works everywhere in his dominion, in his dominion. Now, it's, it's his will to colonize, for us to colonize the earth with the kingdom government, the kingdom culture, the kingdom laws, to make earth an extension or an expansion of heaven. He gave earth to the children of men to govern it and make it just like heaven. So when he says in his dominion, that's where we tie it ties into the earth in terms of the angels also doing, obeying his word that's spoken in the earth. Now, who is speaking his word in the earth? Ambassadors, those who have been sent, those who are equipped to colonize the earth and make it just like heaven. We're the legal beings in the earth. We're the legal agents in the earth. We're the ones who have been authorized to speak his word and the angels have been authorized to do and obey that word that we speak in the earth. Now that's powerful right there. So when we petition the government, uh, the kingdom government on, on this particular point we is on, we're on now, your will be done, then we're making that declaration based on this constitutional right that father said the dominion that he operate in and that he has established where he is dominating then the angels must do what do and perform his word this is how you release angels to work on your behalf on our behalf in the earth we don't command them we are not the host we're not captain 
of the angels. We are not their prince, their ruler. Yeshua is. He is the he is the host or the captain of uh, Elohim's army. They are under his command. He is the word. So when we speak the word, every time you speak the word, right then and there, angels are activated. They have to do that word. They have to obey that command. You find rights in the scripture and the scripture is full of rights that we have and our benefits. That's our constitution. And we begin to decree that to the father in heaven then the angels in earth must make it happen. He said he would rebuke the devourer, you know, based on the condition that I'm returning 10% of my gross. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a kingdom law. It's not Moshiach law, not under the law. All that stuff is religious stuff. I'm just using this for an example. So every time you return tithes and you petition the government, all you got to do is say, because I return the tithe, you said you rebuked the devourer. The minute you say that, those angels have to obey that word and stop the devourer from coming in and taking anything from you. It's just that simple. All right. Now, let's go back to our notes. Very quickly. Here. There we go. All right. Now, that's dealing with the angels, his will being done. Now, the music and fashion on earth duplicate heaven. Here's another concept. This is colonization. Music and fashion on earth duplicate heaven. Music, fashion is a part of culture. And you know who was over the music and the fashion and the dance. It was Lucifer, the guardian angel, the cherub or gardening angel, what did he guard? And when you guard something, you are making sure that nothing creeps in and everything stay in place and everything is done based on the way that whoever you are guarding it for wanted to be done. Just like uh, Michael, the angel of war, he was there, anything come up, he handled it. That's the military. He took care of business. All right. So when Lucifer decided within himself that he would do his own thing, just like that iniquity was birthed in him. And the minute that iniquity was birthed in him, he was kicked out. Now the scripture says Michael and his angels, meaning the angels, the other warring angels who Michael led or who was the leader of, fought against Lucifer and his angels who were the angels who were responsible for music, dance, and fashion. Now, you know, won't, I mean, you want to run out there with a guitar and a horn, for real? And there's a big M60 tank of the new ones out there? You know, uh, uh, AR, not an AR-15, but I have to go back what they was using when I was in the military. Uh, M60 or a grenade launcher, and, and you're going to run out there with some trumpets and horns and dancing and putting your suits on? You're going to lose. And that's what happened. He got kicked out. So the angels that came with him were, and that's why I keep saying this, the praising, a third of the praising worship, worship team, a third of the musicians, a third of the fashion designers, <laughs> and a third of the choir came to earth. They followed Lucifer to the earth and they brought the iniquity with them. So when he said his will be done, that's included. Music is very powerful in terms of influence. Fashion is very powerful. Many people live their lives through others and they figure they look better and feel better about themselves based on what they have on. That's backward. 
I don't care what you put on, what's on the inside is what matters. What's on the inside is what counts. And if you know who you are and got confidence in who you are, whatever you put on, you make it look good. That's, that's, that's the will of the Father. So when he said your will be done, that's included. That what? The music in the earth be a direct reflection of the music in heaven. The way we dress in the earth be a direct uh, reflection of how things are done in heaven. Uh, the way we conduct ourselves, our behavior. See, culture includes behavior, belief system. It includes our conduct, our habits, different things we do for joy and relaxation. All of that is culture. All of that is culture. So when we petition the government of heaven in prayer based on this concept, we're saying, Father, Holy Spirit, uh, give us, birth in us, uh, and give us uh, minstrels and psalmists that are only, only uh, allow you to influence them. And that music can be played in heaven and tolerated. Now, you know, if this stuff we listen to, it ain't being played in heaven, you know it isn't. Well, you know, uh, I just listen to any kind of music. That's the problem. If that music is not from heaven and can't be played in heaven, if you can't bring Yeshua and the Holy Spirit in there and put them headphones on and listen to what you listen to, then what you will listen to has been generated from a dark spirit. I don't care who it is. So that's one petition that need to be covered and you know how bad it need to be covered. Okay, now, all right. The ain't, so the music and fashion on earth duplicate heaven and then the light cover the earth just like heaven. Your will be done. It's his will, not only for music, fashion, what, uh, how we do things, behavior patterns, what side of the street you drive on, what clothes you are, all of this stuff is culture. He want it to be done on earth just as it is in heaven. So anything come up new or someone get an idea and it doesn't agree with the culture of heaven, it didn't come from Holy Spirit. I don't care how gifted and talented that person may be, they are getting their feed from a source of darkness. So light cover the earth just like in heaven. Now what is light? Light, light is knowledge. Light is truth. We're not talking about just turning a flashlight on or something like that. Now, ignorance is darkness of light of heaven. Ignorance is darkness of the word of Elohim. Ignorance is darkness of the dominion of Elohim, of the uh, precept of, of uh, let me see, the concept of a king owning everything. You see, in the earth, we have presidents and vice presidents and congressmen and all this stuff that come from the Greeks and the Romans. We don't, we don't have kings. Uh, like the scripture had things set up, you know, and then when Yisrael was offered an opportunity to be a kingdom of priests, representative, a kingdom here in the earth that will represent the kingdom in heaven, they refused that. They wanted a king like the earth had. They wanted a king like the world had. So now we have stuff that's out here is getting farther and farther away. And you remember Nimrod was the first one to start government that was in direct rebellion of a kingdom. Nimrod was a Nubian. He was a black-skinned, very dark black-skinned man who had all the earth under his rule, his control. The father told him to scatter, told them to scatter, told mankind to scatter. Nimrod refused and, rebe and rebelled against that and wanted to bring everyone in one place under his rulership. And then they began to uh, converse with the fallen angels, which I'll call aliens. Some people call aliens, converse with those uh, demons of darkness and they begin to teach them how to do stuff, time travel and all this stuff. 
So when they built the Tower of Babel, they actually trying to get on a level so they can enter to uh, trans, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, time travel, I'm looking for another word, that they can actually step in the dimension of heaven and take over. That's what they was trying to do because those fallen angels had told them where they came from and how to get back. I know that's heavy, but that's fact. All right, Habakkuk 2 and 4, let's look at this. Habakkuk uh, 2 and 4, going to look at this verse here. Habakkuk 2 and 4. All right. Just study right along with me. Now I'm reading from the NIV. Okay. I'm 14, I'm sorry. Okay, now. Now, this is dealing with, this is another petition. When he said, your will be done. See, we still in here. So, you know, just reciting <laughs> the guideline don't mean that you are getting the results that you need to get. You can pull out some instructions on how to put something together. Just reading instructions don't make it come together. And that's what's been happening. And I see it all the time. You see it all the time before an event or sports or entertainment event. And even before they come out, they back there and they praying, our father, who I, I mean, they are just reading something. And it's not praying. It's not getting anything done. I saw a group of uh, singers do this one time, and they went out and they was doing this crazy music, you know, just cussing and everything. And I said, "See, because you didn't pray. That's you just recited something. That's why a person's able to act like that and do that." All right. So Habakkuk two and fourteen says, "For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory." Another word for glory is culture of Yahweh, as the waters cover the sea. Okay, you see this? This is going to happen. This is prophetic, and the prophet is letting us know this is what's going to happen. This, this is what I, we've been talking about and sharing with you relative to his kingdom uh, totally dominating and taking the earth over. Totally dominating, taking the earth over, and that happened at the end, after the uh, the righteous just uh, just judgment and the millennial reign and all that. Then the father's go, he's going to be on earth. The scripture said we'll need no light, but he'll be light. And what he's talking about, his knowledge is going to cover the earth, just like the waters and the seas and things of this nature. Even with the uh, uh, believers assignment, the ambassadors. Uh, once we are raptured out, angels going to keep teaching the message of the of the kingdom. After that, the millennial reign, and then after that. Uh, the uh, the uh, judgment of every being, everybody ever can't step, step foot on this earth going to be judged. And then that's going to have the eternal punishment going into a place of lawlessness, iniquity, and darkness separated from light throughout eternity. And the light of the kingdom of heaven is going to come on the earth as a result of the work and labor, labor that ambassadors have done and the work that man uh, got done on earth based on the original mandate, as well as the message that the angels was preaching to man as they came into the kingdom. So that's eschatology. I don't want to get into that, but I want you to understand this is his will for light to cover their earth. So when we are praying, when we are releasing the knowledge, just like in Colossians, uh, called Colossians, uh, the scripture says that we would increase. And I pray this all the time for Though the congregation that I'm a shepherd uh, for a family, uh, I'm praying that they would be increased in the knowledge of his will, 
in our spiritual wisdom under and understanding that they'll be able to comprehend with all saints what is the depth, width, length, and height of his love for the saints. So this is, this is now what we're doing. We're petitioning the government of the kingdom based on constitutional rights, which in the word, his will, that his knowledge, his word cover the earth. The light of Elohim covers the earth as it emanates from us, ambassadors. The earth is under our governorship. And when light comes, it can only come through a source of light, not darkness. So all the stuff you see out here is darkness, all this division, all this hate, all of this, all the capitalism, the greed, the this, the that, the other, uh, all of that is darkness. You can't mix light with darkness, it is darkness. If light was there, it'll drive it out. And that's what we keep saying this, that you can't integrate stuff. So if Yeshua show up and speak his word and decree his word, that fear that he is speaking in is light. Now, that light is gonna come from us. His word come from us, you understand? So we need to get a hold of that. All right, then the sixth one on this fourth concept here in terms of his will being done is eternal life in the earth, just like heaven. Eternal life in the earth and uh, tell you what, we're going to look at Hazan uh, 21 in a minute, but I want to go back. We started off with this four of concept, and I, and I, I want to give you what this number four means based on scripture. Number four uh, comes from the Hebrew olive bat, Daulet, Daulet, uh, Daulet, uh, Lemaitre. So, you know, the Daulet has to do with what? Entry or access or keys to the kingdom. Keys is authority, authority based on his government, and it's also keys and principles understanding of his culture. See, that's where vision come from. Yeshua said, I am the door. He was saying, I am the Dalet. I'm the entryway. That's how you get to the Father is through me. So these particular concepts uh, is, is, is the portal of heaven opening up and being expressed in the earth. Your will be done on earth, an open portal, doors open in heaven on earth, and his will be done and poured out in the earth. So all of this agree, and I want to share that with you. Now, we're gonna look at in terms of eternal life in the earth, just like in heaven. And of course, you know, the scripture says, the father's not uh, willing that any should perish, but all would come unto repentance. And then First uh, Timotheus too, he said he would have all men to be saved. Religion stopped right there. I don't know why you got a stop sign up right there and say, oh, you know, cause oh, we got to get soul saving. You know, we got to focus on the souls and uh, it's Sunday. I got, to, I got to bring them to the cross. Where did you get that from? A deceived teacher who was deceived by a doctrine of demons and is, and, and is infusing that into people and causing them to be deceived. That is not correct. That is not correct. Finish reading. There's no stop sign there. He said he will have all men to be saved and in conjunction coming to the knowledge of the truth. What is the truth? His original idea, his mandate, the reason he put us here on the earth, not to go to heaven. So if we focusing on just getting people saved, he didn't create us to go to heaven. He created us to be on earth and make the earth like heaven. First stop is on my mind, in my mind, in my heart. 
and his dominion being in me, his dominion, can nothing else should control you if you're an ambassador, if you're born again. No job, no career, no song, no, no, nothing should control you. You control, we control everything, not things controlling us because the things that we see out here are temporary. Life is eternal. So we're going to look at Hazan right quick. Uh, let's look at this. Call Revelation. Okay, we're going to start at uh, 21. All right, now. Okay, all right, there we go. All right, let's read this. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. <clears throat> the first heaven, the first heaven, let me move this box so I can read that. The first heaven and the first, first, first earth, excuse me, had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from Elohim prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Now, you know, religion taught that that's the church, that we, the church is the bride of Christ. The church is not the bride of Christ. The scripture is right here. It says, Jerusalem is the bride of the anointing of the Messiah. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, heaven prepares a bride just for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from uh, the throne saying, look, Elohim's dwelling place is now among people. You see this light, eternal life and light among the people. And he will live or dwell with them. They will be his people and Elohim himself will be with them and be their uh, Elohim, their sovereign ruler. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the, for the old order of things has passed away. This new world order they talking about is already in the past in the father's mind it's passing the old order of government and 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 the way you see things going on right now and all this greed and all this stuff that's that's going and he who's seated on the throne and who was seated on the throne said i'm making everything new then he said write down these words for they are trustworthy and true all right now i need to read verse six he said to me it is done i am the Alpha and Omega is a transliteration. That's a substitute is not the real meaning of what he said. So it's a lie. It's simply a replacement. It's not the truth. Yeshua said, I'm the Aleph and the Tav. That's what he said. So I'll just throw that in, couldn't pass that by. Now we're going to uh, move on down here and we're going to look at something else because it's his will for eternal life to be in the earth and available uh, to all people. Now, uh, 22, I did not see a temple. I did not see a temple in the city because Yahweh uh, Elohim, Yahweh El El uh, Elohim, Gabor, and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine in it for the glory of Elohim give it light and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by his light and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. No presidents no more. That's out. On no day will its gates be ever shut, but there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nation will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter into it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. Here, your politicians, y'all can't make it. You're out. But only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I tell you, you should have laughed then. 
if you're born again for real, that's great, but you know how that, how that thing works. Now, I want to look at a scripture I already uh, quoted. Let's go back here to 1 Timotheus 2. And uh, that's what I just quoted. Let's go to 2 and 1 here. All right. Now, here's verse 3. Verse 3. Now, I'm going to read the whole thing. I urge then, first of all, petitions. You see, that's legal petitioning. Then he said prayers. Here are different ways of praying right here. And we've been teaching about petitioning prayer. That is what get things done on the earth for us based on our constitutional rights. So he said prayers, because there's a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of praise and worship, a prayer of agreement. All right. But even the prayer of agreement is based on the constitutional rights. So it's still in the category of petition. So intercession and thanksgiving be made for all people. Then he said for kings and all in authority. We don't have no kings no more, you know, and when this was translated, you know, it's been manipulated to make us think that we're supposed to pray for evil and not the people, you understand? That we may live, live a quiet and peaceful life, that we may live peaceful, peace, peaceful and quiet lives in all uh, righteousness and holiness. Where you see godliness, that's mean righteousness and holiness. Now, let me say this right here. See, the father, okay, because we got evil leaders. And the first thing, the religious mindset, the person walking in deception based on what they'd be taught would say, no, we need to pray for, we need to pray for. How can you pray for evil? You pray against evil, not for it. So if you have a evil leader, you don't pray for them and get in alignment with them. Come on, Charlie. You pray against evil. Uh, people are bent on doing evil. You can't pray for them. You pray against the evil that they are doing. We want the person to be born again, but the scripture tell us that some people have been turned over to a reprobate mind. I, do I need to go there? Because I'll go to I'll go to Ibrahim. I, 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 okay. Let me finish this and we'll go there. Because I hear you. I hear you, Cletus. We're coming back there. All right. Now, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives and in all righteousness and holiness. This is good and pleases Elohim, our Savior. You know, Elohim, actually, they say it's a plural, but actually a singular uh, with a, uh, a compound ending. And that means that that word that follows is going to tell you which, who he's talking about, Elohim, the Son, Holy Spirit, or the Father. Now, he said, our Savior. And so that means talking about Yeshua. That word when you look in the, uh, uh, if you look in the uh, Tanakh and you look up the word salvation, where you see salvation, you're going to find Yeshua. That's what you're going to find. In the English, they translate the salvation, look in the original Hebrew language, it's Yeshua. Or who, not Jesus, Yeshua. It's not spelled J-S-U-S. <laughs> it's spelled the, the Yeshua. What is it? You, uh, you, Shin, Vav, Vav, Ain. Is that a doctor name? Yah, sure. You, Shin, Vav, Ain. I think I got it right. In the Hebrew, uh, English, Y-E-S-H-U-A. Yahshua. Okay, now, let's keep going. Who wants all people, watch this, to be saved. See that? I told you we need to go out and save. Keep reading. There's no stop sign there. All people do to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth, for there is one 
Lord, Adonai, Elohim, sovereign ruler, and one mediator between Elohim and mankind, the man, Messiah, Yeshua, who gave himself a ransom for all people. You see it? He wants eternal life. Now, let me get this other uh, scripture in, because when we are petitioning, we need to base it on our constitution. First, Kafer, Kafer, uh, is it three and eight? Okay, uh, first uh, three. Okay, let's go down here. He's not willing to end it, should perish, but all will come into repentance. That's three and nine. I mean, second K for three and nine. Sorry. Let me get this right here. All right. Here we go. Second K for called Peter. You know, his name, K for not Peter. All right. Now, he said, now, Yahweh is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. We deal with this concept of he wants eternal life in the earth just like it is in heaven. And we saw in, in Hazan what's going to happen. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. However, or but, the day of Yahweh will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything done it, it would be laid bare since everything will be destroyed in this way. What kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and righteous lives as you look forward to the day of Elohim and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of heaven by fire and elements will melt in the heat. But keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwell. You seeing that? This stuff is temporary. Don't sell yourself out for a temporary pleasure on this earth and there is eternity ahead working for you, waiting for you, plus everything will be burned up. So when you get through trying to rule, trying to own everything, trying to buy everything, trying to lord over people and all of that stuff and control the land, wealth and power, and mistreat all of it is going away and you along with it. If you don't understand what it means to truly be born again and be a kingdom citizen in the earth and live like the father want us to do. And that is make this heaven just like earth. So this stuff we see in earth is not a reflection of heaven. Okay, now, so let's, let's get back uh, to where we were, okay. Now, there was another scripture I said I was going to go to. I'm not going to do it now. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. All right, let's look back at our notes here. Um, I was going to go from Ebrium, called Hebrews, uh, what it was once saved and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm not going there right now. All right, so eternal life in the earth just like heaven. All right, now, let's get another one in here. Check my time, okay. Let's get another one. That was number four. Let's go to number five. Number five, this fifth concept. It's a principle that goes with this. Go back and listen to the teaching. You know, Yeshua said, and it's still true today. It's just as powerful today as it was when he said it. He said, the secrets of the kingdom has only been given to those who want to know, who are willing to invest their time, their monies, their energies in learning. So 
People out here have been deceived into thinking that if you go past 20 minutes, you don't went too long. Who are you to tell the Holy Spirit what to teach and how long to teach? And, and, and deceived leaders have yielded to the people just like Aaron did when Moshe was on the mountaintop receiving the kingdom laws for a nation to govern a nation and Aaron down there listening to the people and doing what they want. And you know what happened after that. It's the same thing today. How, you know, if you can watch TV hour and three hours and go to movie four hours, smack on grease and cop popcorn and suck down all that sugar and acid in your gut and stuff like that. But you mean to tell me you can't sit and be taught the words of life? See, that mind, it, something is wrong with that mind. Deception is in there. Religion is in that belief system. Well, I just want to go to church and just get out, child. Don't go if you don't, don't go. If it's just stay at home, my goodness. All right, now, number five, give us this day our daily bread. Now, this is a fifth concept that we are dealing with. I'm going to give you a concept that's in, that Yeshua taught here. Like I said, we taught the principle already. Principle is the first rules that govern this particular uh, petition. This is another petition because he is talking about what we need on earth, not in heaven, on earth. So we're going to petition the kingdom government and get this done. Now, so the concept here is that all substance for living a life that reflects the glory of heaven on earth be supplied on a daily basis. That means you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Every day that you open them eyes up, every day that you come out of your sleep, then the Father's will is for everything that you need and I need to be supplied. Not to just live an average normal life, but to live a life of a king to live a life that's dominating and controlling our circumstances, that our circumstances are not controlling us, that uh, letdowns and disappointments and things not going right don't control you. That's why it's happening like that because the enemy knows all he got to do is touch that and you lose it because you are not living in dominion. That's not dominate. Where they so cold and hard, don't nothing bother them. No, they are dominating and not allowing stuff to dominate them. When you know who you are and whose you are and the word is in fact on the inside of you, then you are operating in kingdom dominion, kingdom dominion. All right. So this is talking about having those supplies every day. Now, this is based. The principle that we taught here was based on the, the, the covenant of the Shabbat. Yeshua said, I'm the Lord of the covenant. He wasn't talking about a day. He was talking about the covenant that he established before he created man in Bereshit 2, when the father, after he created everything, he, when he finished, he also, on the seventh day, he established a covenant of peace, protection, and provision. The translation will throw you off and think he rested, he sat down, he was tired, so we supposed to just sit down and rest. On, no, that's not it. It's a covenant. All right, so we talked that principle in there. Now, uh, number two, uh, this concept eliminates the spirit of greed, selfishness, and capitalism. Mm, mm, and uh, again, I, I, let me drink to that. That's that's kind of that's kind of. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's the right temp. That's too good. Let me keep teaching. And we want to chill out now. All right, <laughs> this concept eliminate the spirit of greed which is capitalism, guess what? The American financial 
uh, governing system is based on capitalism, greed, selfishness. It's Babylon. There is no difference. No difference. Even how the wealth got here, you know how it got here. The brothers worked and brought it here. All right. Made it happen. Worked the land and made it happen. All right. This concept eliminates. So when when we pray, when we are praying, we don't have to say these words, give us our daily bread. We understand the concept. We got an understanding of how he want things done. And that is everything that I need today, Father, you have already supplied to live a life that I'm dominating my situation, my circumstances. I'm living a life that'll make the sinner enviable of me and jealous of me to the point they gonna wanna know what I'm doing to live why, the way that I'm living. Then I get a chance to tell them about the kingdom. That's what this is about right here. So that the spirit of greed, you're not greedy because you're not trying to just get, you know how some people just got to have a lot of money. I mean, you 84 and you're still trying to get all the money you can. You gonna be dead after a while. Yes, you gonna be dead. You're not gonna get opportunity to spend that money, enjoy that money, do anything with it. You're gonna, some your kids gonna get it and some of them gonna blow it. So what's the point? You don't be greedy like that when you want things supplied. The principle here, the first rule here is that we want a supply and not to ever be wasteful. I don't need a hundred cars. What am I gonna do with hundred cars? I can't drive one at a time. Well, drive one every day. Okay, when you get through that, then what? And what's the point of me driving uh, one every day and I got a brother down here don't have nothing. I'd rather give him, okay. That eliminates spirit of greed and selfishness. We know you got to do it. That's why I don't say that. Do what you got to do because once that statement is said, you exempt the father out of it in terms of him, him being the source of your supply because you going to do it. So do what you got to do. You better get ready to work and get it done. All right. And this, this won't work for you. All right. So capitalism, greed and selfishness, that's out. So when we praying for each other and praying is prayer, we need to be standing against the spirit of selfishness, the spirit of greed, the spirit of capitalism. You know, you know, it's not worth a ten dollars. You know, that thing ain't worth a ten dollars. But here's a person that don't know any better and they want it. And you sell them to them for five hundred and said you made a good profit. You just got over on somebody. That's an unbalanced scale, and the script is totally against it. Six things that the father hates, and I think that's in that category. I think it's in the category over in uh, Miss Leo called Proverbs. All right, number three, this concept puts our future totally in the hands of Yahweh. That don't mean you just sit down and say, the Lord gonna take care of me, and you ain't working, ain't doing nothing, not planning, not no management, no stewardship, no wills in regard. Well, the Lord, he'll take care of me. I, I know it, child. The people I hear say that don't have nothing. I'm not trying to bash nobody. I'm not being arrogant. But the people that I know to be saying that, they living in poverty. Yes, they are. They living in poverty saying, Lord, just had, I know, Lord. And because it's against scripture, because scripture said the one who had the 10, uh, 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 not talents, but 10 areas of management, they, they was to manage in, they multiplied it. They doubled. The one that had five did the same thing. The one that had one, put it in, just put it in a shoebox on the bed, said, Lord, he, he'll take care of it. You know, he, he'll provide, child. I ain't got to do nothing. But everybody else is out investing in stocks, finding out about stocks, buying land, uh, getting into rental property, buying business. You know, when you buy a stock, you own confidence. You know, you be a company, you, you can say you own a company. They doing stuff like this and they are, 
doing something with what they got. When he said do business till I come, he wasn't talking about soul winning. I'm sorry, Charlie. He wasn't talking about that. He was literally talking about doing business, kingdom business, dominating the earth, not people, being a light in the earth of the word, of Yeshua, of the glory and the kingdom of Elohim. Now, so when we understand how to pray properly, when we are in this particular area, doing this concept, you know now, it's just not talking about gimme, gimme, gimme. It's talking about having everything you want completely fulfilled and you won't have no waste. That's why he told them to eat that manna, eat it all, because I'm a supply for you daily. It's going to rot tomorrow. That's why he, he, he did it like that. He didn't want people trying to gather and hauling in stuff and developing that selfish ownership spirit. You know, when the manna, they ate the manna from heaven, it would appear every day fresh. You know, like little, little uh, kind of look like, uh, what's the uh, cereal? Not uh, the Cocoa Pops, but the brown cereal. No, not the Reefers Puff. It's just, I can't think of the name of those. Those little round look like bread balls. That's how that manner look. Yeah. No, not the Cheerios, baby. You all, you all off. I can't think of the name. They got some little sugar in them. I, I really can't eat them. But anyway. All right. So, and the number five, I'm going to give you what this means. It looks like we got to stop. I'm going to give you, and we got two more concepts. We're dealing with seven. Seven is dealing with a complete covenant agreement. And there, there are some, some powerful truths in what Yeshua taught. And again, prayer must be taught. You just don't sit down and talk to God. That's not praying. That's not petitioning. You are just talking to him. Now, you're not getting nothing because you're just talking. And it's good for us to talk. But when we come to the point of petitioning and praying based on these uh, concepts and these principles, it, it, it moves away just from a conversation because the father wants us to be working. He don't want, no, you got, I, I got you down here to do something. I mean, we talking, that's fine, but you need to go work now. You want, want to just stay home and talk to dad all day and not go to work or talk to mama all day. Mama going to tell you, son, you need to, daughter, don't, don't you, don't you have something to do? <laughs> so, all right. Okay. All right. Now, the number five. Now, Tehillim, let's read this uh, from Psalms. Tehillim called Psalm 9 and 12. It said, teach us the number of our days that we may gain the heart of wisdom. Every day, this is part of the provision also. Teach me to give account for every day that I'm here and to number that day. Every day, accountability. You know, what did I accomplish today? What did I waste? Did I, I mean, what did I do with what you gave me? You understand? All right. So the number five come from the Hebrew Olivet high, high. It's spelled head uh, Aleph. And uh, uh, what it means uh, is to reveal in earth what's in heaven. To have a revelation, something revealed in heaven, and it manifests in the earth, you get understanding of it. Now, in the ancient African Madu Nieder, that picture language is a picture of a man with his hands lifted up looking to heaven for revelation, for understanding, for directions, for leading, for guiding. So you can see how this daily bread is what we're doing. We look into our kingdom government. We're looking to our father who is our source to provide us daily with provisions and he established a covenant with us to do that. See, so the covenant of the Shabbat, the Shabbat, that covenant, that's why we do the meal and celebrate. You know, thank you for the bread. You, that you uh, have provided for us and the, the fruit of the vine that you created, 
we give you praise, Father, for feeding us substance for our body and, and that covenant, uh, symbolic of the covenant of provision, protection, and peace. And we're so thankful for it. So that's that, and we don't fuss about the days again because we understand the covenant. So we base our prayers. This is our ambassadors. You base your prayers of provision, peace, and protection. This daily provision, you have a covenant there. Go to that constitution. Go to the Shabbat covenant. Get that constitution. Remember, it's not being selfish, not want to hog up everything, not want to be wasteful. Just only get what you can have. Ain't no point in your closet having that many clothes in it that you can't get in the door. No. You can't, if you get in, you can't turn around. That's a spirit of greed. There's plenty of people out there can be wearing them clothes, they can be put to some use. I don't like, personally, I don't like a lot, I just don't like a lot of stuff around. I throw it away in a minute. I make sure I, if I can use it, uh, know somebody who can use it, uh, some stuff I let it sit. Because I know eventually, especially in the industry I'm in, in, in the uh, uh, construction industry, you know, different things I have left over, I buy too much. It'll get used. I know that. But just having stuff in the closet 10 years and you know you ain't getting back in that dress. <laughs> you can't wear them pants, bro. <laughs> that ain't, you're not doing what it takes. Wait till you get your mind set. And then maybe just keep one and let somebody else wear them, that other stuff. It's going to dry rot. Somebody could be putting it to use and you letting it dry rot just looking at it. Looking at it ain't doing nothing. Until you change your lifestyle nothing is going to happen. You're not going to wear it. Okay. So I'm just kind of being jokingly with that. So I'm, I just gave you, I think I'm going to stop here, the meaning of the number five from scripture. Your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. You know, Yeshua said, I'm going to give you the keys. I'm going to give you the laws. I'm going to give you the principles. I'm going to give you the precepts of heaven. And then you will know what's legal and lawful in heaven based on kingdom law you know what to release in the earth. You know what's illegal and what's not lawful in heaven. You know what's going on in heaven and you'll be able to release that in the earth. He wasn't talking about us say stuff, then he'll back it up. That translation is wrong. I don't care who translated, it's wrong. It could be King James, King John, Joe and Jack. It is translated wrong. It does not agree with the precepts of the kingdom. That is not a kingdom concept. But whatever you do, the heaven will back you up. Now you're making somebody independent. Now, who, who was the first independent being that the father created? Lucifer. No, it's not talking about that. So in praying, this is why it's very important you have knowledge of the word. The word is our constitution, our legal rights. If you're not getting it done, if it's not changing, you got to present your case properly. Go before the judge, go before the king, presenting what's legally mine based on my kingdom government constitution, I guarantee you it will change. You see, we got to, what you call it, Renee? Detoxify. Yeah, um, Mom used to call it get clean out. Need some, uh, let's go old school. Just get you some uh, spiritual castor oil and some black draw and lemons and, and, and deer, deer sour pickle and a peppermint stick. After you take it, you'll feel better and get this stuff out of us. It's been taught for over 16, 17, 1800 years. This doctrine have been taught wrong. Well, you know, they got a good heart. Nope, they can't have a good heart if it's wrong because when light come, people reject it to keep and hold on to their religion. So until we acknowledge it, it won't get nowhere. Now, let me end here. 
and we pick back up, we're going to get into the other uh, concepts, uh, the other, the final two uh, concepts that Yeshua taught us relative to prayer. So now you see that these few verses here in Matthew as well as Lucas is not something you just fly through in two teachings. That's why I'm not rushing, taking my time. We can go back and pull some other things out of here. But we simply wanted to uh, do what Yeshua instructed us to do. And that is bring you into remembrance of what he said and pull out these truths that's in the teaching. Yeshua taught us. He helped taught us. He gave us a precepts, gave us a concept. And that's, that's what our teaching is based on, precepts concepts of the kingdom that's it the foundational stuff we get that then we can dominate we can rule our lives and we won't be ruled by you know uh sexual desires uh seeing naked women all the time women are getting nakedier and nakedier uh men are getting more and more women now men are getting men and women woman got the man i mean it's just crazy now it's not a male and a female it's a male and two, three four females or females and three, four males. And you see our stuff is just going continually off course. It's not going back on course. The world is off course and it's continuing to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And there is no man in this earth that can save you. Only Yeshua has already provided the means for you to get born again, become a citizen of the kingdom and his word, the proper teaching of his word will bring you into the knowledge of the truth. That's salvation. That's coming into the kingdom. That's what Yeshua had in mind. Salvation is the means to get us back in, in our right position of righteousness, restore our dominion back so we can reflect heaven in the earth and not wait to go to heaven. That's just not it. So I just invited you, just showed you how you can get born again and how you can get, your, get on your assignment and fulfill your purpose in the earth. Once you do that, then you have access to knowing why you are here and what you're here for and what you're supposed to do. The only the creator can tell you that. Only he can lead you, guide you, and direct you. No man or woman can do that. Pray the prayer of repentance. Change your mind. Ask the Father to forgive you for a life of rebellion. You know, uh, religion teaches that you can get saved and keep living. That's why it don't work. That's why people live in the way they are living. They're being taught that from deceived teachers teaching a deceptive doctrine and causing people to live deceived lives. That's what's going on. But it's time to change that. All right, beloved, love you much. You can um, please go on our YouTube channel, those on YouTube now, hit the like button, make sure you subscribe. We have a goal that we are after, you know, to do that. And uh, we are real close to it. We're going to continue uh, to teach, continue to share the word, continue to encourage you uh, to share the word. And life can be lived in a happy, enjoyable way. The kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink and going to concerts and having fun and grilling. It's righteousness and peace and joy in the anointing, in the Holy Spirit. That's the life that you really need. Uh, pray for us. We'll be praying for you. You can go to our website, palmerfaith.org. Go to our YouTube channel, EOFKC. We're on Instagram. We're on some other platforms. I don't know the name of them, but you can find us anywhere out here. Love you much. Looking forward to our next session.